0: Lord God, we just thank you for your goodness. Lord, we thank you for who you are. Lord God, you're amazing and you're wonderful. Lord God, thank you for all that you've done in our lives. Thank you that we can trust you, that you're faithful. You're trustworthy. Lord God, your word remains. When you speak, it has to happen. You give us everything that we need. Lord God, and you even, as we delight ourselves in you, you give us the desires of our heart. You grow us, you mature us. As a good father, teach us and discipline us. We thank you, Lord God. Not only that, Lord God, you are our healer. Specifically, what today, you're, and always, but Lord God, you're your healer. Lord, and I pray that people, maybe even for the first time ever, experience you as their healer today. I rebuke unbelief, critical spirit, in Jesus' name, leave. When I pray for open hearts, I pray for people to sense your presence. Holy Spirit, I ask you to come and manifest your goodness and amazing and wonderful ways today. Lord, we receive. If you believe that, just say, we receive. In Jesus' name, amen. Jesus name, amen. Wonderful. Um, my name is David John Phillips. I have the joy and honor of getting to be the pastor here. No place I'd rather be, nothing I'd rather be doing. Thank you guys for choosing to spend your Sunday morning here today with us. And, um, man, I just... I just want to give Jesus a big old hand clap. Would you, would you guys? Lord God, we thank you. We praise you. No, 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 Keep going. Like he's a dignitary, right? We honor him. Lord God, you're wonderful. We thank you that you're here. Lord God, you're, you're more honorable than any person. Push it. Come on, honor him. Thank you, Jesus. Lord God, we, we love you. We thank you for what you've done. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, didn't Mariah do an amazing job last week? Come on. And the week before? She called me. She called me. Um, We were talking. I go through a lot of times that people that are going to preach here from our congregation, sometimes we get to go through the messages together. And so she called, and she was going over the message with me over the phone, and and I said, I got good news and I got bad news. I said, which one do you want to hear first? And she said, uh, the good news. I said, well, the good news is that what you're saying is flowing from your life. And so it's just overflowing. It's wonderful. It's very impactful. And, and it's going to be anointed. People are going to be forever changed by it and pushed forward in their relationship with Jesus. A.K.A. if you haven't listened to the last two podcasts, go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify, search Real Church Clearwater and listen to it. It was amazing. I said, the bad news is, because she was only supposed to preach one Sunday. I said, you got two hours of content. So, because um, she had just kind of given me a brief outline. I said, so you're either going to have to cut 75% of this, or you're going to need to preach both Sundays. And our church needs to hear both, bo- all of this message. And so if you're free. And so she, she said yes, graciously and thankfully. And so she preached the last two Sundays. And it was, it was amazing. So we honor the gifting that God's put in her and her family and Gabe but picking up on that, I want to start with where she, she left off and kind of like a little review. you know she was talking about praying kingdom first prayers and you know it's From that verse, Matthew 6, 33, seek ye first the kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. And a lot of times as believers, we focus on praying for all these things and incorporating God into our life instead of trusting him with all these things and seeking first his kingdom and his righteousness. Of course, from time to time, we bring these things to him because he's a father. But because our affection is for him, we focus first on his heart And that's where that verse, delight yourself in the Lord and the desires of your heart will come. Desire, D-E-S-I-R-E, D-E It means of, sire means father. So as you commune with your heavenly father, every desire you have has a father. Every desire you have came from something you were communing with in your mind, in your thoughts, in your meditations, the things that you think about. you, You think those desires came from out of nowhere. It didn't. It came from what you've been communing with. Seek ye first his kingdom and his righteousness. Well, man, then all of my affections are for him. And I'm, I'm spending time meditating on his word and, and, and the things that are good and noble. That's what I'm thinking about. So I'm communing with that. So then my desires will be of, of sire, of the father, will be of him. And, and not be fathered by anything else. So then I'll experience the fruit of the father in my heart and in output of my life, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks, amen, Amen. so seek ye first the kingdom, those kind of prayers is what she was talking about, what is the kingdom, if we're going to seek it first, we need to know what it is, and she mentioned it, Romans 14, 17, says the kingdom's not found in food and meat and drink, but in righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Spirit, So, righteousness, peace, and joy are the fruit of the kingdom, but it's found in the Holy Spirit. Joy in the Holy Spirit. Peace, move that preposition over, in the Holy Spirit. Righteousness, move that preposition over, righteousness in the Holy Spirit. Therefore, the kingdom of God is found in the Holy Spirit. You see that? When you're born again, you're made clean, but he puts his Holy Spirit in you. So, where's the kingdom? Not in everybody. It's in those that are born again. Those that have given their life to Jesus confessed him as Lord. And he put his kingdom, the Holy Spirit, inside. Let me show you in scripture. Don't believe me unless there's a verse for it. Huh? Amen? Luke chapter 10. Jesus has sent out the 70. And he's talking to them. And he says in verse 8, Whatever city you enter and they receive you, Eat such things that are set before you. Heal the sick there and say to them, the kingdom of God has come near you. Everybody say that. The kingdom of God has come near you. Good. It would seem as if because the sick were healed, that's how you would say, when the sick are healed, the kingdom of God has come near you. That's what, the way that it would seem if you stopped reading there, but that's not the case. Then it says, verse 10, but whatever city you enter and they do not receive you, go out into the streets and say, The very dust of your city which clings to us, we wipe off against you. Nevertheless, know this the kingdom of God has come near to you. Everybody say, The kingdom of God has come near to you. (laughs) you. So the kingdom of God came when there was healing and reception, and the kingdom of God still came when there was rejection. Why did it come? Why was the kingdom there? Because the disciples were there. Remember, the kingdom of God is in the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit are in those who's commissioned by Christ. Amen? Now, that being said, the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven, the Holy Spirit, he wants to manifest his goodness to those who will receive. Why, why did they not experience the manifestation of the kingdom in the second part? Because they rejected. They didn't receive it. Think about Jesus going to Nazareth. When Jesus went to Nazareth, Nazareth they, he was astounded at their unbelief. And he could not do many miracles there. Why? Not because they came to him and he confronted it. It's because they didn't honor him. And I bet, it's my belief, they didn't honor him enough to even go to him. Oh, that's the carpenter's thing. I'm not even, I'm not even going to honor him enough to go and hear what he has to say or go and present my sickness, go and present my problem before him. The first part, Luke 8 or 10, 8 and 9, it came to him, honored him or honored the the disciples and the kingdom of God came and manifested in healing. You guys see that? Amen. And I just, God's put it on my heart for the same thing today. You know, we have prayed in our church. Today's going to be a little bit different. It's a real church. We follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. Yep. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> we have prayed for people to be healed. And multiple times, people are healed. We laid hands on Jackie, who had a brain tumor the end of November. And this was not in a service, just... She came. We laid hands on her. I laid hands on her. And the tumor, there was an MRI for the tumor. And she came and it was affecting her emotions. It was affecting, like, she was hesitant to even come because we were having a prophetic conference that day. And she didn't want people really to see her. It was embarrassing, you know. But she got out of her bed and came anyway. And we prayed for her behind a sign just to lay hands on her. And she left still crying. But a couple days later, she was fully healed. And the MRI proved that the tumor dissolved and was gone. Hallelujah. Some of you may have been here in the middle of the service eight months ago, ten, a year ago, I forget how long it was ago. But just in the middle of preaching, you know, God told me to ask how many people in here have sickness or pain in their body. Raise your hands. And, and, and people raised their hands. And then I, I, I prayed for people to be healed. And one, one, there was a couple healed, I believe, that Sunday. But one lady, like she came in limping bad because of her knee. And God touched her and healed her knee completely in that, in that service right there to the point where she walked up the stairs walked over and testified in the microphone that God had healed her, and she was completely better even after that. Yeah. Like God is, I'm, I'm just telling you these testimonies, these stories. God is your healer, yeah. and he loves you. See, we're in a series called Conversations with God. You ever prayed asking God, hoping that you would be healed? Yeah. That's probably one of the main prayers a lot of people pray. When they have no one else to turn to, God, would you heal me? God, would you help me? God, would you help me with this? There's a couple sitting out here. I met 4 years ago at a marriage class that they came to that we were doing. They couldn't have kids. We prayed, God heal the womb. They got pregnant that week. Now they're pregnant again with their second one. If I'm lying, I'm dying. Do you mind? Would you wave? There they are. And it's twins. So in conversations with God, like there's a lot of people that say that they believe in God, but their life doesn't follow their beliefs. You'll know what you really believe by the actions that you do. You say that you believe in healing or that God can heal people through you. But if you never actually take the step of faith to let people pray for you or to pray for others, I question if you really believe. There's a lot of things that we say that we believe, but if our life doesn't follow what we say we believe, mm, repentance needs to happen and our life needs to, our actions need to follow what we say. Amen? That's why we call it real church. Authenticity, no show, no hype. You know what hype is? Forever, this is the definition of hype at real church. Hype is saying something or doing something that God's not saying and doing. And that goes two ways. Hype goes two ways. Right? If you say you're healed and you're not healed, you're hyping it up. It's not true. But it also, if you say God's not doing something when you know he is, it's both ways. Does that make sense? Amen. I want you to know God loves you and he wants to impact every aspect of your life. Colossians 4.2, I'm not going to stay here long, but Colossians 4.2 says this, and this is the way that I pray. Devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful. When I pray, converse with the Lord, I'm believing that those desires, because I've been in communion with God, came from Him. So I'm believing that it's God's will. The Bible says if you ask anything according to God's will, he hears you. And if you know that he hears you, you know that you have what you've asked. So, when I pray, I'm watchful, looking to see it happen. Testing to see if what I prayed was answered instantaneously. If not, trusting God in timing and standing in what I prayed for. And then as it happens... Or even before it happens, I'm thankful. But especially as it happens or after it happens, like what you honor, you receive. More of what you honor multiplies. I want to take the time and take the moment to be thankful for what God did. And I want to give you the example of that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you about some words of knowledge. And then I'm going to explain what words of knowledge are through scripture. And then... We're going to pray, be watchful, and thankful. Deal? So go with me in this. I want you to know that I'm learning. Give me grace. You'll see what I mean in a second. It'll be awesome. Last night I was praying. I was walking, or yesterday afternoon, I was walking around Eagle Lake Park. <laughs> and I was just praying for the service, praying for you, asking God. God how this is going to go, because you know, the Holy Spirit says he'll show you things yet to come. It's beautiful. It's just fun being a part of him in that. And I get a call from Angie and Mike, and they were asking me um, about a meeting I had earlier that day. And, you know, they had been praying for just love, love people. And, and after we talked about that, you know, God answered prayers, beautiful. And I had a pain, as we're walking, I had a pain in my right Achilles heel, tendon, like my Achilles tendon right here. I had a pain, but I don't have pain in my Achilles tendon like that. It was just a a little sharp pain right there. That's not normal for me. And so I said, and one of the things I was praying for was words of knowledge for you guys today. And, but I was on the phone with Mike and Angie. So I was like, I'm learning about words of knowledge. I'm growing in it. Might as well test it. So I said, um, Angie or Mike, one of you guys have a pain in your right Achilles tendon? And they both said, nope. But I, Mike said, I do in my left Achilles tendon. And at first he, at first he like, what's, what's an Achilles? He was talking like, an, like ankle or something. And I said, I said you know, the, I tried to point it out in my voice over the phone. <laughs> anyway. He said, he said yeah, not in my right one, but in my left one. And then I said, what about you, Angie? She said, well, n- no, in my left heel, I have pain. So Mike, I think Mike's was, you know, he, it was extreme discomfort. or it, it wasn't pain, it was like discomfort. And it was, he, he would, I asked him if he knew if it would go away. He said, yes. But in Angie's, it was pain in her left heel. And I said, well, this word of knowledge is for the right Achilles. So maybe it's for somebody tomorrow. But... Since we're already talking about it, let's pray. And they said, "Okay." So I said, "Lord Jesus, you're the healer. I pray for Mike's left Achilles tendon. Lord oh God, I just I pray that the pain would go away in Jesus' name. I pray for that left heel pain go away in Jesus' name. Just simple. Like there was I wasn't raising my voice, although, you know, sometimes people do that." And then I just said, "Thank you, Lord Jesus, for who You are." Oh, and I forgot to say this before I told them that. Before I prayed, I said, "Look, about 50 percent of the time when I pray for somebody, they feel heat. They feel cool, cold, maybe heat, maybe cold. They might feel tingling or like electricity or something like that, or some other manifestation of the Holy Spirit, like." That's a manifestation, like that's a God showing you that he's moving in your body in that instance in response to prayer. Like we're co-laboring with him. It's beautiful. So about 50% of the time when I pray for somebody, that happens. And about 50% of the time when I pray for somebody, nothing. They don't feel a thing. And both times they're still healed. Now sometimes people are not healed. And it happens three days later. Two days later, seven days later, I don't know why. Just being open and transparent with you guys. And then sometimes they're not healed and still aren't healed today. And I don't know why, but I'm going to trust him and stand in the fact that he's our healer. And continue to believe and not judge the Bible by my circumstance. But judge my circumstance by the Bible. Amen? Okay. So just... So I, I told them that. I said, so as I, after I pray, I'm going to ask you, did you feel anything first? And then I ask you, how's the pain? So first I said, Mike, as, as we prayed, did you feel anything? And he said, yes. But I didn't feel anything in my Achilles tendon. I felt like electricity or like, you know, the tingling in my hand because I had them touch their Achilles heel. I felt it in my hand. And I said, praise the Lord. That's God showing you it's his desire to heal you. I said, how's the pain? He said, pain's still there. Or the discomfort's still there. Nothing changed. I said, okay. Angie, what about you? Now listen to this. Like God set this up for you guys. She said, I didn't feel anything. I said, how's the pain? She said, it's 90% gone. I said, wow. What you honor multiplies. What you honor, you receive from. I said, so Angie, take a moment and thank God for him moving in your body and healing your heel right now. So she, she took a moment. She said, Lord, thank you that you're the healer. Thank you for what you're doing in my, in my heel. I preach like from the heart, like honest. I said, all right, now, Angie, take your hand, lay it on Mike's heel and pray for him to be healed. Just very simply Thank you, Jesus, that you're the healer. In the name of Jesus, heal, be healed. Our Achilles be healed. Thank you, You know, it's it's He's the healer. We're co-laboring with Him. It's His power. So she did it. Prayed. Mike, did you feel anything? Nope. How's the discomfort? Is it, did it get any better? It's gone. What? God healed? That's amazing. Praise the Lord. It's okay to clap and honor God for what he's doing. Don't sit here like this and be the guy that gets his feet dusted off and nothing happens. Okay? Because God's going to heal you today. Amen. Hey? Amen. Okay. So then I said, all right, Mike, I want you to lay your hand on Angie's heel. Because it's still 10%. It was 90% better. Pray for Angie's heel. So Mike laid his hand on Angie's heel. Thank you, Lord. Prayed. Angie, is it any better? Nope. <laughs> Did you feel anything? Nope. What do we do? We thank him anyway. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you for who you are. And so we prayed and thanked God. So Mike's, Mike am I lying? <laughs> Angie, nope, all true. All true. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So, and. That was a word of knowledge. Now, there's multiple ways to get a word of knowledge. Sometimes it's a pain like that, right, where you literally feel it. Sometimes you have a thought. Um, and in and, and communication, conversations with God, this is something how God communicates with us that what he wants to do. Sometimes you, you have a dream about it. Sometimes there's a, you know, you see a picture of it. But as you're growing and learning how to hear God and how to walk with him, like this will happen to you. You don't have to be super spiritual for it to happen. You just have to be able to receive it and know that he wants to speak to you in these ways, okay? But I'll show you in scripture a great example of words of knowledge and then we'll, we'll practice it. I'm not gonna make you do it. I'm saying we're, we'll ask the Lord uh, for a word of knowledge and, and see what he does. Okay, Mark chapter 10. Jesus heals blind Bartimaeus. Watch this. Verse 46, now they came to Jericho and as he went out of Jericho with his disciples, that's Jesus, in a great multitude, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the road begging. Isn't that cool? You have a beggar that's sitting by the road, but the Bible honors him by giving him, giving like his father's name. He's not just some no-name person. He's got a name and he has a father and he has a lineage, even though his status is a beggar. God sees you where you are, and he loves you. He cares for you. You're valuable to him. He knows your name. He knows where you came from. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Have you ever been in a situation and you're crying out to God? Watch what happened. Then many warned him to be quiet, but he cried out all the more, son of David, have mercy on me. Don't stop crying out to God when other people try to silence you. Hey, shut up. You should do this. You should do that. You should stop going to God about that situation. You're just going to have it for the rest of your life and you should accept it and move forward. No. Jesus is your healer. He's your deliverer. He's your help in time of need. He's your provision. He's all of that. So you continue to go to him and move forward as he tells you. Amen? So... Blind Bartimaeus cried out all the more. What did Jesus do? So Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. I picture Jesus saying to one of the disciples, hey, go go bring him to me. Then they called the blind man saying to him, "Be, be of good cheer, rise, Jesus is calling you. And throwing aside his garment, he arose and came to Jesus. Now it's important Throwing aside his garment, that was a garment given to him by the Pharisees, it gave him his right to be a beggar and to receive alms and donations for his position. But when Jesus called him, he threw aside his right to be a beggar, got up and went to Jesus. So Jesus answered and said to him, "What do you want for me to do?" The blind man said, "Rabbi, that I may receive my sight." Then Jesus said, "Go your way; your faith has made you well." And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus on the road. Jesus healed him. Praise, Praise the Lord. Every time Jesus confronted a sickness in the gospels, every single time, it was healed. Every single time the Bible says Jesus confronted a sickness, it was healed. When Jesus confronted death, it was healed. Every single time. If he was confronting sickness that was the Father's will, he would have been working against the Father. Do you understand the implication of that? Jesus, the son, is in complete unity with the father. So he only did what the father, he saw the father doing. He only said what he heard the father saying. So when he healed sickness, it was the father's will that the sickness was healed. Yeah. Jesus came, First John 3, to destroy the works of the devil. Yeah. By healing sickness, he was destroying the works of the devil. It's God's will that you are healed. Blind Bartimaeus was healed. He said, your faith has made you well. But it was Jesus calling him to him that gave him the faith. Jesus gifted the faith. A word of knowledge is this right here. A word of knowledge is Jesus seeing your situation, stopping, and calling one of his disciples to him and saying, hey, Go tell that person to come to me. And then the disciple, the co-laborer, modern day disciple, goes and says, hey, Jesus sees your tendonitis in your right elbow. And that's a word of knowledge, supernatural knowledge. They shouldn't have known that. How did they know that? Jesus told them. The Holy Spirit told them. And he stopped and he's saying, I see your pain I see your sickness and so when you receive a word of knowledge you can know that Jesus wants to confront your sickness right there and every time Jesus confronts sickness it's healed every time so when somebody gives a word of knowledge you say whoa Jesus is confronting my sickness I'm running to you I'm excited amen so let me ask you this If you knew that Jesus was standing before you, like today, like right now, physically standing before you, how would you feel? Awesome. You'd be excited, right? If you had pain and sickness and Jesus was standing before you confronting it, how would you feel? You knew that he was standing before you and he he said, I see your sickness. How would you feel? Huh? Thankful. Thankful? Overjoyed? Man, I'd be, I'd be, whoa, like blind Bartimaeus. I'd throw aside my beggar's coat and I'd run. Jesus, heal me. That's what a word of knowledge is. It's Jesus using a modern day disciple to confront your sickness and tell you he wants to heal you now. It happened again this morning. I was praying and, uh, Yesterday, because the Lord can show you things yet to come. And one of the things that I had prayed for was, uh, or that, that God gave me, I wrote it down, migraines. It was a word of knowledge God gave me. And I don't want to write down, I intentionally kind of shied away from things that I knew you guys, certain people like, oh, that person has to no, I intentionally shied away from that. So I wrote down migraines. I went to Gabe's at Mariah's last night. And I said, did you guys, because I asked them to specifically pray for words of knowledge for today. Did you guys do it? No, we've been busy. What they were, they were going to party, like church party people and stuff. Guys. Under the bus. <laughs> no, I, I love them. They're close friends. That's why I can do that. But Gabe said, well, let's just pray now. They prayed. Mariah, one, of the, one of the things Mariah said, I just feel like and she gave me about five things. She said, I feel like it was gonna be someone with migraines, specifically in the front here. So man, it lined up with mine. I get here and I meet one of the workers here today. And guess what she says? I have migraines. I said, hmm, maybe I shouldn't wait till the service. I said, you know, I, I was praying yesterday, we we're gonna do some healing in the service this Sunday. I was praying yesterday, and um migraines came to my mind but then I went to one of my leader's house and migraines came to there so I wrote it down see look it's written down she said, that means Jesus wants to heal can I pray for you and I prayed for her. now migraines is one of those things you don't know if it's instantaneously healed so my hope when it's one of those things is that there's a manifestation of God's presence so that they can know God's moving in response to the prayer so I told her about that and I said you, know, you may feel heat cold whatever if, if you don't we're real church we don't fake it till we make it here we're just honest just real. So I grabbed her hand and I prayed for her. I said, did you, did you feel anything as I prayed? You know, if you didn't, this one." She said, maybe. I might have felt a little heat in my back at the top there. I said, well, let's see if it was God. Let's lean into it. See what happens. So I prayed again. Same thing. She said, yes, no, I, I, I definitely feel heat here. You know, and I said, man, God's healing you. He loves you. He cares for you. Do you understand? You guys good with that? Are you guys awake? Yeah. Are you sure? Yep. All right. I want to I invite you to stand up. I don't want any keys or anything. There's no, we're not creating a mood. You don't need to create a mood, right? It's the Holy Spirit. He's powerful. But I did have you stand up for a reason. So you're awake. So you're, you're, you're thinking about it, okay? Now I'm going to list... I'm gonna give five different words of knowledge. If uh, if any of these are you now, I'm taking a risk here. I want you to know that I'm growing in words of knowledge. Okay, just being real and honest with you, I'm growing in words of knowledge. I'm growing in this thing. I've seen testimony. You've heard testimony. It's happened before. Sometimes I might get it wrong. My so I want you to meet me in this risk. Meaning, if I call it out and you have it, don't just wait and see. I want you to respond by lifting both hands. Let's practice. Everybody lift both hands. See, it's easy. You can do it. Okay? I might not get them all correct. I'm growing. But man, if the pastor didn't get it all correct, that means you can try too. And learn and grow and fall forward because he's good. Amen? Amen. All right. So these are the words of knowledge I wrote down. Uh, arthritis, but it was especially in the finger. Um, like the the for me it was front left pointer finger. But then Gabe uh, told me or somebody told me carpal tunnel. So if you have arthritis or carpal tunnel, tendonitis in the right elbow. Uh, Gabe had that one too, so I'm pretty sure there's somebody here with tendonitis in the right elbow. Migraines, uh, we'll just hit that again because it might be more than just uh, the person this morning. Uh, Torn meniscus or sciatica, specifically on the right side. But I called them out on the right side and it was people. So if that's you, raise your hand. One of those is you. Man, I I was only five words of knowledge and there's way more than five people. That's great. God wants to heal multiple people. No, keep your hands up. Keep your hands up. Okay. Okay. I'm going to pray for you simply. If you feel something, I'm, the first thing I'm going to ask you is, is if did you feel cold, heat, a sensation, like tingling, something like that? Don't fake it. If you didn't feel anything, don't raise your hand. You can put your hands down. I'm going to pray for you though. Put out like receiving is what I like to do or just, I, Lord God, I, I believe. Like remember, this is a word of knowledge. God wants to heal you now. Okay? And then after that, I'm going to ask if if it got any better. Now, when I ask these things, I want you to raise both hands like this and just kind of wave at me so, so we know. Lord, I just thank you for your goodness. Lord, I thank you that you're the healer. Lord, and I thank you that you see them where they are. Holy Spirit, I ask you to come and touch their bodies in the places that they need. Arthritis or carpal tunnel. Leave in Jesus' name. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus, by your authority, Jesus. Tendonitis in the right elbow, or in any elbow, if there's more tendonitis than that, I just rebuke that inflammation. Go down now in Jesus' name. Migraines, the the, the vitamin deficiency that is causing that. Lord, I pray that the body receives the correct vitamins from now on, and that is corrected right now in Jesus' name. That that any if there's any other cause, be healed. Torn meniscus, knee problems. I just pray all knee problems, specifically the torn meniscus, be healed in Jesus' name. We got to thank you for who you are, and then sciatica, specifically on the right side, in the name of Jesus, sciatica be healed. And I rebuke the spirit of affliction that would, that, would, that would cause that one in that person. Go now, leave. And, and I don't know if this is, just go with me here, but I, I feel like if that was correct, the pain moved down your right leg. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke that spirit of affliction. I command you to leave now completely and totally. Be healed. Well, we thank you that you're the healer. Amen. Amen. Now, simple question. If you were one of the ones that raised your hand earlier and you felt something as I prayed, heat, cold, tingling, I want you. To, and if you didn't, don't raise your hands. But if you did, raise both hands and wave them at me. Okay, hold on. Keep them up. One, two, three, four, five. So five different people felt God move specifically. All right, all of you. You can put your hands down. All of you, I want you to test your body. And if it's 80% better if it's 80% better or more. So test your body right now. Test your arms, test your legs, move around. If it's 80% better or more, I want you to wave both hands at me. One, two, three, four. Wait, wait, four people, anybody else? 80% better or more? If not, five? Really? Lord God, we thank you and we praise you. Lord, you, thank you, Jesus, for your goodness. Lord God, you're amazing. We honor the fact that you're the healer. Um, just Gabe's going to come and, and get a quick testimony. You guys can sit down. If you raise your hands that you were healed, I just want to hear a quick testimony of a couple. I've had carpal tunnel and arthritis in both hands, I felt a tingling and they don't hurt anymore.
1: <laughs> Come on. Well, God, we thank you. I've had carpal tunnel and uh, sciatic issues, and when you said it moved, I, right before you said that, it actually did move down my leg, and now it's like 80% or more gone. So, wow, yeah. it's amazing.
0: <laughs> don't let this freak you out. But when you pray for something and the pain moves, the Bible is clear that there are demons. And it was an afflicting spirit that was attacking his body. When I felt it move down my leg, that meant that it was an afflicting spirit. That's why I went there. And then when I rebuked it to go, I bet the pain left. Am I correct? And, And so just know that. But also know this. The enemy will try to come back. When it does, take authority in Jesus' name, command it to go. Amen. Let's do one more. Who wants to share the testimony? Or who will? Who's willing? Thank you. Just what you felt or how God healed you.
1: Um, I've had carpal tunnel for several years. As soon as you said touch, both of my hands got cool. And as you kept praying, the cooling was moving down my arms and moved down the front of my legs. I can't tell if it's better yet because I, it comes and goes, but I, I believe.
0: <laughs> Amen. Healed in Jesus' name. <laughs> you can just mute it. Mute it. I'll just make push the thing down, make it red. Um. God's pretty cool, isn't he? Amen. Are you guys okay with this? Yes, God. You know, it's real church. I knew these things would happen when we planted the church. Maybe our church wasn't ready. I wasn't ready, or maybe some kind of combination of the two, but God is ready to impact our county, and more than ever before, we have a stronger foundation than we've ever had of people rowing in the right direction, and so I'm excited to see many people come to know Jesus, but to see you equipped to impact the community with his supernatural love in powerful ways everything I'm doing here, it's not because I'm some super, like super pastor. It's because I have the Holy Spirit. But guess what? If you've been born again, if you're a Christian, you have the same Holy Spirit. And he wants to use you in the same ways and even greater. Amen? Amen. All right. I want to, I want to, I want to do this. We're going to, we're going to do maybe two more iterations of this in different ways. So one, those are words of knowledge. That's what they look like. That's what they. Feel like it's a risk, right? Sometimes taking a step of faith is a risk. And sometimes you get it wrong. Um, I have more words of knowledge listed. I didn't give them all because I didn't want you to think I was just rattling off 20 and hopefully I can catch a couple, you know? Although I did rattle off five because, man, if I missed that one, it would really stink. (laughs) Okay, another way that God wants to impact people's lives is not just words of knowledge. Like he's raising your faith and expectancy that he wants to do something in you. And he wants to grow that you, you receive from him. Can God just hit you without you having any faith? Yes, he's a big God. The Holy Spirit's a big boy. He can do what he wants. But often he does it in line with the principle of faith. Okay, words of knowledge are an impartation of his faith to you that you receive and step in and supernaturally things happen. You experience that. Amen? Amen. All right. Testimony is another way that God uses to impart faith and to grow because Revelation 19.10 says at the end of that, that verse it says the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. So when you hear a testimony, a story, testimony is simply a story of what Jesus has done. When you hear a story of what Jesus has done, the spirit of prophecy, it gives you the understanding of what he wants to do. Prophecy is what he wants to do in the future or what he will do in the future. So when you hear a testimony of healing, you can take it just like a word of knowledge. Wait a second. If he did it in that person and he's good, and he, he doesn't, like, he's no respecter of persons, meaning he doesn't value them more than he values me. He loves, like Angie said in the beginning, he loves me as much as he loves Jesus. Well, if he did it in that person, well, then he wants to do it in me. And so it should build your faith. Wait a second. Praise the Lord. A deeper sense of expectancy. And God moves in response to, to the, the testimonies. Does that make sense? So I want to give you a few testimonies. I already did in the beginning of Jackie's tumor being healed um, um Miss Judy I don't think Miss Judy is here today she came over to our house about a year ago and she had really bad varicose veins she was gonna get surgery and we laid hands on her and prayed for her and the varicose veins vanished they were healed miracle it was amazing Courtney was there it's pretty awesome So I'm I'm telling you testimonies in America. I'll I'll tell you one from Colombia when I was in Bogota, Colombia eight years ago or so. Um, But I I intentionally didn't tell you a bunch of overseas testimonies because I want you to know what happens here in our congregation, in America, in our church. God's the same God everywhere. But I was in Bogota, Colombia in 2015 and I was rapping for Jesus in the streets. So you know. Me and, me and a guy named Dre. Did Dre come today? No. Well, he'll come. Um, okay, so me and Dre were, were rapping in the streets and preaching the gospel. There's 31 bands, eight different nations, and streets were filled with people. God was moving. his wonderful stuff. So we took a break, and we went into downtown Bogota. Me and Dre and my sister and and. I, we were going into schools and not just the streets and schools and stuff too and preaching the gospel and I was playing soccer they love soccer down there and I did a little move to get around a kid and it would have worked but I twisted my knee, tore meniscus went down it swolled up like, like this and we still have half the trip left and I got to wrap on it well I could barely walk, I'm like this the whole time I'm not going to the doctor down there because I'm on mission Not recommended, follow the lead of the Holy Spirit. Um, But supernaturally, as I'm doing this and walking down there, um, when it was time for us to go up and rap, you could call it adrenaline. I call it probably a combination of adrenaline and the power of the Holy Spirit. Felt nothing, became the hype man again, you know. And then as soon as the song was done, I'm done, you know. So I'm limping in downtown Bogota like this. And uh, do y'all mind if I go on a bunny trail and tell a side story? I'm in Colombia, guys. Like, we're on the, the tram going to downtown Bogota, and there's these two, two guys. They're a little shorter than me, like here, but my translator, Sebastian, leans over and he says, they're gangsters. Hold your wallets, you know? And so me, boldness rises up, and I said, come here. I said, hey, guys, I want you to know Jesus loves you. (laughs) He cares, and he catches them off guard, you know. Can I pray for you? That kind of thing. Anyway, uh, so we go into downtown Bogota, and we're like in one of the main streets that tourists and stuff go, and there's this old gentleman on crutches, and he's got his knee wrapped up, and he's literally like this. And we sit and talk to him. He was Catholic. Got to tell him about being born again, coming to know Jesus, and and and... And then I said, I said, what's, what's wrong with your knees? You've got to have surgery, this, that, and the other. I said, can we pray for you? He said, yes. My knee is almost as messed up as his. I lay hands on his knee. It gets a little better. Our whole team lays hands on his knee. We pray for him like six times. By the end, he's walking on it, carrying his crutches, and walking away like this. I tell you that to say the same things you hear about carrying your crutches and walking away in the Bible happen today. Not only do they happen, you're looking at a guy who was a part of co-laboring with Jesus and seeing it happen. Let that raise your la- level of faith. God can steal one more from, you mind if I give one more for another country? Is that okay? Testimonies. Spirit of prophecy. Prophecy. Testimony of what Jesus has done. He can heal your mind. He can heal your body. He wants to. I was in Uganda. We were preaching the gospel. And uh, my, my buddy Matt was preaching. Afterwards we were praying for the sick. And this mama brought two b- blind kids. Both of her kids were blind. And uh, I prayed for the girl. I think it was the girl first. I prayed for the girl. And, and you know I tested, prayed for the girl, she wasn't healed. prayed twice, nothing. went to the boy. I prayed. And I had tested. He couldn't read my hands. He couldn't. prayed. Can you see my hands? He counted them. but it's still blurry. Prayed again. It's clear. Blind eyes opened. Guys. Jesus wants to do the same things in you, and he wants to do the same things through you. Amen? Not for mood music, but I just like the piano, okay? Would you play a little bit? Because I just want to... Oh, oh, that song. Would you guys stand? Let's, like, the, the, the song is... I believe you're a wonder-working God. It's beautiful. Yes, ma'am. Yes. You know, like you. You you know like Thank you. Please do it. Um, you know what? Would you come here? You got the mic. Just stay right there, like down here. I'm not gonna make you climb up. Thank you. That's radical boldness. It's a you're you're witnessing a step of faith. Like. (laughs) Yes. So will you will you pray for me? Would you guys just agree with her in prayer?
1: Father God, we just thank you for our pastor. And, Lord, uh, you see what's going on in his physical body. I don't know if it's a cold, the flu, or an allergy, but we have big belief, God, that you can heal him of whatever is going on with him right now. And, Father, we praise you and we thank you for doing this. And we believe you. We know you will do it, Father. Yes, Lord. Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you so much. beautiful okay I'm going to do this I'm going to read the rest of the list of, of words of knowledge because I don't feel like I got to prove to you that I'm not just reading 20 okay I feel like you understand now but then also so here we go ready uh, if you still have arthritis or carpal tunnel tendonitis in your right elbow or tendonitis in your body in general, migraines, a torn meniscus, sciatica, if you still have those, or you maybe didn't raise your hand last time. If you have uh, nausea, if you have urgency, these are words of knowledge that were given. If your name is Rhonda and you have short blonde hair, is there a Rhonda with short blonde hair in here? Any Rhondas? no we missed that one that's okay what about Stephen is there a Stephen in here and you're radically bold enough to say yeah that's me Uh, we want to pray for you if if your name's Stephen or your name's Rhonda and you just weren't comfortable raising your hands please come and talk to us afterwards we want to pray for you God loves you If you have hair loss as a female, it's another reason I'm saying many, just so that you, people don't know which one's which. And IBS, maybe it's ulcerative colitis, maybe you don't know it, but if you have IBS, um, if any of those are you, would you raise your hands? Both hands over your your head and you still have it? Lord God, I just pray right now, you know what it is that they need healing with. Lord, you know their specific need. In the name of Jesus, IBS leave, hair loss. Lord God, I pray those follicles are restored and new hair grows. Lord, I pray for Rhonda and Stephen. Lord God, that they would experience your love in whatever way that was for. Lord, I pray that nausea leaves unless it's because of pregnancy. All migraines leave in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, just come. Sciatica, be healed completely. That meniscus be healed. Migraines be healed. Tendonitis, go away in Jesus' name. Well, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you that you are the healer. Now, if, if, I don't want you to raise your hands, if you've already raised your hand, that you're healed. But test your bodies now, all of you. Or specifically the ones that were for this. Test your bodies. If you're at least 80% healed, I want you to raise both hands. Come on. Test your bodies. Anybody? That's okay. All right. Now, everybody with pain or problems in their bodies, I want you to raise your hand. Every single person. We're just going to pray over everyone. This is how we've normally done it at Real Church. Okay. of the time, people feel something. The other 50% people don't feel something. Both ways, people are healed. God is your healer. Jesus is the one who heals. Gabe, come pray for them.
1: Also, we know a lot of those things can't be tested too, so don't, don't worry about that. Jesus, we thank you right now uh, that you took it all on the cross, Lord. We command sickness to go and say that it is not your will. We don't partner with it in any way. Holy Spirit, come and have your way in this room right now. Move and blow on these people. Touch them right now. God, I pray that you would, for their sake, touch them physically right now, that they would feel you moving in their body and that they would partner with that. God we're not making things up it's you in this room moving right now and i also want to i also want to bring up um cuz I, I, I felt like the Lord said also to bring up uh, any type of embarrassing things. A lot of people don't come and get prayer for, for very specifically embarrassing things. The IBS was one of them. Um, if you have an STD or a, a history of I- issues like that 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 you, you would not get prayer for, God wants to heal you. Suicidal thoughts, God wants to heal you. Um, cutting, uh, things like that. <sighs> felt like there was more, it, 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 if there's something where it's like, I, I, I'm not even going to go up and get prayer for anything like that. Raise your hand. Keep it up. God wants to heal you right now. Jesus, we just thank you, Lord, for your mighty move right now. Your blood took it. Your blood took it. And we plead the blood of Jesus in this room right now for healing and manifestations of healing right now, Jesus. Thank you, God. Amen.
0: Okay. So we're just going to, because we, we, we pray continually, we're watchful and we're thankful. We're going to do the watchful part now. Those of you that raised your hand that you had pain in your body, did you if you sense something as Gabe was praying, I want you to wave both hands at me. If you sense something as Gabe was praying. Like, so you felt heat, you felt coolness. That's amazing. Okay, now test your bodies, all of you. And those of you, those of you that that can know that you are healed right now, that how many of you, the pain is at least 80% gone. One, two three, four, are those other things you're raising your hand for? Something else? Yeah. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. I think I already counted you. That's amazing. Would you guys give God a good big hand? Okay, so here's the deal. Jesus is your healer because he loves you. And the healing should point you to a deeper relationship with him. There's people in here that don't know Jesus. You've never been born again. John chapter three. Jesus says you can't experience the kingdom of heaven unless you've been born again. This is to point you to his kingdom, to experiencing relationship. So if you need to be born again, If you know, you see this and you're saying, you know what? I need to experience a relationship with Jesus. Being born again is not being water baptized. It's not going to church, although those are good things. Being born again is saying, I believe that you died for me and rose again. And I want to confess you as my Lord, meaning I'm not going to live for me anymore. I'm going to live for you. Teach me what that means. I'm going to follow you from this day forward. If as I'm saying that, you know that's you and you know you need a relationship with this Jesus, I want you to be bold and raise your hand. Praise the Lord. Amazing. Praise the Lord. Come on. It's beautiful. Now, I want you, I want all of our elders and leaders to come forward. We're going to dismiss. I want you, if you've raised your hand to to give your life to Jesus, I want you to come forward and pray with one of these guys. They're going to lead you to Jesus. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Now, other elders and leaders, or people that I've had pray before, or if you're used to praying for healing, I want you guys, if you're going on our Uganda mission trip and you're comfortable praying for healing, I want you guys to come forward. And if you haven't been completely healed yet, before you leave, especially if there was a word of knowledge, I want you to come forward and receive prayer before you leave. Amen? Amen? And if you need anything else besides healing, you just want God to touch you. Receive prayer. Angie's gonna dismiss us. We're gonna, they're gonna sing that song as you guys are continuing in worship. Or if you need to go, praise the Lord. Angie, would you dismiss us?